Welcome wrestling fans from around the world to In the Ring with Brandy. I'm your host Brandy and on this show we talk about all things wrestling. From AEW to Impact, Ring of Honor, WWE's Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. On tonight's show we're going to be covering NXT for 622, NXT UK for 624, NXT for U, NXT for 629, and NXT UK for 71. Now, before we get started, guys, I'm going to let you guys know this is a double feature. This is going to consist of two weeks worth of NXT and NXT UK because of issues last week that prevented me from being able to do it last week. So this week, I'm going to give you a special double feature of NXT and NXT UK. So let's get into the ring and let's get into action and find out exactly what's been happening in the world of NXT and NXT UK. We start out with NXT for 6:22. So let's get started. NXT opens with Adam Cole's match. Now, like I told you guys, we said Adam Cole basically last week had to pick him and, him and Kyle O'Reilly had to pick an opponent to face before they faced each other at Great American Bash. So, of course, we all know Kyle O'Reilly had picked uh the Cruiserweight Champ, and we all know that Adam Cole had not made a decision yet on who he was going to pick. So he comes out to decide to basically explain to us who he who he's going to challenge before a Great American Bash. He takes to Mike and says, he's not picking an oppon opponent. He doesn't want to face one. He doesn't think anybody in the back deserves to face Adam Cole, baby. He doesn't want to deal with anybody. He doesn't want to play William Regal's games. He don't want to play Samoa Joe's games. He's done. Goes to walk out. Well, Carmelo Hayes seems to think otherwise. And tells Adam Cole, look, you said you were looking for an opponent. I'm willing to face you. Let's go. Let's have this fight. I think I can beat you. I think I'm good. Watch me. So then we get Adam Cole versus Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes is doing great in this match, guys. I mean, it's incredible. If you guys have not seen this match, go look it up on social media. It is an incredible matchup. They do really good, of course. He tells Cole, I, I can change your mind. I can fight you. I have no problem with that. Look, I, I know I can beat you, big boy. Let's go. Let's see, see what you can do. I mean, it's an incredible matchup, guys. Incredible it's amazing. It's an amazing matchup. I mean, ruthless. I mean, ruthless. He literally at one point tells Adam Cole, I can beat you. And Cole looks at him and goes, how are you going to beat me? And he goes, with ruthless aggression. Now, for those of you who aren't, don't really know too much about it, you weren't WWE fans way back when, John Cena said the same thing to Kurt Angle way back in when with ruthless aggression. Classic WWE line. And of course, Carmelo Hayes brings the fight. It is an incredible fight. Great. I mean, it's just great. He says, who do you think you are, Adam Cole? You're a nobody. I'm Adam Cole, baby. I'm you know, I can be you any time of the any day of the week. He does really good. I mean, it's an incredible match. Even Wade Barrett thinks it's an incredible match. But, of course, it does end with Adam Cole defeating Carmelo Hayes with the Panama Sunrise. But like I said, it was not an easy win for Adam Cole. He gave Cole the run for his money and showcase. Cole, this is a different NXT. This is not the NXT that you and the Undisputed Era used to run. This is a different NXT. It's a new NXT with new superstars that's going to be more difficult for you guys you know, to, to beat. It's going to be harder. So, I mean, he really did. He gave him a really good run for his money. It was a great match. 
we have an interview with Zoe Starks. And she's so excited about team, you know, teaming with Io Shirai. She admires Io. She thinks that, I mean, you know, there's a lot of respect for Io. And a lot, you know, back and forth. These two have really been, I'm really excited to see this. This is going to be incredible. Of course, Io says, I respect you, but I don't like you. And Zoe smiles and they walk off. So, of course, we're going to get to see Zoe Starks and Io Shirai tag. And it's going to be an incredible matchup. It's going to be great. Of course, L.A. Knight, he's out there running his mouth about how he doesn't need Ted. And how he he's calling Cameron Grimes an ingrate. And you know, I'm totally over this L.A. Knight thing. It's getting old. It's getting dull. We all love Cameron Grimes. We know what Cameron Grimes can do. Let's move on with the L.A. Knight story. It's just, it's getting old. It really is. It's getting really old. Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory, they come out with their mics. They're excited about the new management. And they said, we need a new champion because apparently our old champion doesn't know what he's doing. Blah, 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 blah. He disrespects Karrion Cross, which, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, you don't disrespect Karrion Cross. It does not end well for you. I promise you. You think he's playing. He ain't playing. Tick-tock. Your numbers, your numbers up. It's not, it's not pretty. Don't tempt fate. And you're tempting, tempting fate, disrespecting Karrion Cross. He says, uh, we need him as the, we need him as the new NXT champion. Really, Johnny Gargano? You had the NXT title twice. How long did you actually hold that title for? First time, not even a month. You lost it to Adam Cole. Second time, you had it for three weeks. Three weeks! And you lost it again. Come on, Gargano. You couldn't even hold the North American title for longer than a month. The, the the longest title you've ever held was the NXT Tag Team titles, and that's only because you had Tommaso Ciampa helping you out. Come on, Gargano. You really think that you could get the NXT title off Karrion Cross and hold it for longer than a month? I don't think so, Johnny. I really don't. The old Johnny Gargano, yes. The way Johnny Gargano, no. Don't see it. Don't see it happening. Just really don't. He says he's better than Karrion Cross, and out comes Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan. They basically ask him, you know, they ask him if he's mad, and calls him, you know, a loser, and tells him you're not the number one contender before myself. That's what Pete Dunne says. I'm more of a number one contender than you. And he says there's new laws in NXT. And we are not fighting like this. And Gargano tries to walk out. Pete Dunne ain't having it. Grabs a hold of Gargano. And Gargano managed to get away. So instead, he breaks Austin Theory's fingers. Grabs him, snaps him. Gargano's not happy about that. Theory ain't happy about that. Pete Dunne only Lorcan standing tall in the ring. Now, Pete Dunne versus Karrion Cross for the NXT title. I could see it. It'd be a great matchup. But Johnny Gargano versus Karrion Cross for the title? Nope. Sorry. Karrion's going to bury him. Karrion would bury him. I'm sorry. He just would. Cameron Grimes shows up and just basically walks into the ran- walks into the uh, performance center like he always does. I love this with Cameron Grimes. I'm really loving this Cameron Grimes and I'm really sick of seeing L.A. Knight running his mouth and disrespecting Cameron Grimes. I'm sick of L.A. Knight, period. You're shoving him down our throats and we really aren't very interested in L.A. Knight. We really aren't. And it's really getting on my nerves. 
Well, apparently Regal and, you know, are basically having this discussion and Adam basically comes in and says, there's no animosity between you and me and Joe, right? No problem. Joe and I are good. Everything great. He says, well, he will do whatever it takes and whatever he wants. He says, I'm not. And basically, they're telling him, leave. Get out of here. Go. Shoot. Go. He says, I'm not leaving because I don't want to be here. And Adam walks off. Where's Adam Cole going? We need Adam Cole in NXT. Come on. Adam doesn't like the fact that Joe's involved in this. Really? Come on. We all knew that Regal needed some order in NXT. And we all knew the only way to get order was to use Joe. It was the only way. I mean, Joe didn't do anything disrespectful other than the fact... And he really didn't. I mean... Adam Cole put his hands on Joe. That What did you expect was going to happen, Adam? Really, come on, seriously. What do you think was going to happen? Hello? He was just going to let you put your hands on him and not do anything about it? That's not Samoa Joe. We all know that. We all know that is not Samoa Joe. Well, Gargano is going to Regal's office. They show Regal uh, Austin's broken fingers, and Regal says, Well, you guys have been so good. Y'all are going to face Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan tonight in a tag team match. And it's next, Gargano. Gargano's like, I'm not even in my gear. I'm not even ready to wrestle. I wasn't even supposed to wrestle tonight. What are you talking about? I have a match with Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan. Uh-uh, I'm not doing this. And he goes, you better go. Go, go, go. You're wasting my valuable time. Go, go, go. You got a match. You better go get ready. I love this with Regal and Gargano. I love that Gargano is trying to suck up to Regal. I think it's funny. It's hilarious. I love when Regal won't put up with suck-ups. I love it. It's it's incredible to watch. I, I find it humorous. So then we get a tag team women's match. Aaliyah and Jessica Kamea versus Zoe Stark and Io Shirai. The whole time this match is going on, Wade Barrett's over there running his mouth on commentary. Like Wade Barrett classically does. We all know Barrett. That's how he is. But then Wade goes and does something that kind of think goes a little bit beyond what he really should have done. Midway through this incredible matchup, Wade Barrett starts basically taking cheap shots at Drew McIntyre on Raw. Really, Wade? You're going to take cheap shots at a man who literally dominated NXT and is now literally trying to dominate Raw? And you're going to disrespect a two-time WWE champion? Are you kidding me? What is up with Wade Barrett disrespecting Drew McIntyre? It's a, I mean, but we get back to the match. It's a great match. It's a fantastic match. Back and forth. You know, really, really... I mean, Really, 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 really good match. Zoe Stark showing, showcasing what she can do with Io. Jessica Kamea and Aaliyah really trying to show what they can do. You know, building up that fight. It's a great match. But then here comes Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae basically standing on the, on the ramp watching, admiring the show, trying to taunt Io. Trying to distract Io enough to where Jessica Kamea and them can get the win. Doesn't work. It backfires. Io Shirai and Zoe Stark literally tear up Aaliyah and Jessica Kamea and get that win. After the match is over, here comes LeRae and Hartwell, and they start attacking Zoe Starks and Io out of the blue, literally beating the daylights out of them. Well, 
Saucy and Ember Moon ain't letting that fly, so they come out too. And now we've got, you know, these women literally tearing each other apart. Well, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez is like, oh, hell no. We're not having that either. We're going to get involved too. Then you've got an all-out brawl. The women are literally fighting. All these women trying to beat each other up over the tag titles, literally tearing each other apart. Joe calls out security. Security can't even get them out of the ring. They're tearing each other apart. They're taking out security. It's a big old mess. Joe can't get the chaos under control. It's an amazing setup to determine who's going to face Indy Hartwell and who's going to face Candice LeRae. It's an amazing little setup. It's a great little setup. So I kind of like the way they did this. And I love that they show sometimes Joe can't always get the chaos under control. Sometimes it's hard to get something under control when it's already escalated beyond control. It's an incredible way to do it. So then we move on. Two weeks at the Great American Bash, guys. MSK will put their titles on the line against Thatcher and Champa. Woo-hoo! Daddy and Thatcher finally get a shot at those tag titles. We've been screaming it all along. They've been proving it every week. Finally, they're going to get a shot at MSK and those titles. Let's just hope. Let's cross our fingers and hope that it is a fair fight and grizzled young veterans stay out of the fight and let these boys showcase what they can do as tag teams. Let's hope they stay out of it. Let's cross our fingers and hope. Tag team men's match. Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory versus Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan. This match I wasn't quite sure how it was going to go how it was going to go or how it was going to escalate. It Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory. Of course, Austin Theory's got two broke fingers. He's not going to be in 100% to begin with. And we all know how dangerous Pete Dunn can be as a competitor. And Johnny Gargano, he's at the top of his game right now. But him and Austin Theory are having a little trouble. They're struggling to work together as a team. And you can obviously see it. It's brutally obvious. The writing's on the wall. It's not looking good for Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano. But they do give a great performance, and so does Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan. It's an incredible battle back and forth between these guys. I mean, incredible, absolutely incredible battle. Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory do win that match, but it's what happens after the match that gets your attention. Johnny Gargano and them are going up the ramp. Backing up up the ramp, hail, looking at Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan, laid out on the ground after they just beat them. Out of nowhere, guys, I told you, don't poke the Doomsday Sumacita. He's not very nice when you poke him. You poke him, and it's like poking the Viper. Not a good idea. Guess what? He poked Carrion too far. Carrion comes out and literally takes out Johnny. I mean, literally takes him out. I mean, wipes Johnny out. And backs up the entrance ramp with Scarlet. Making a point. Don't push me. Don't test me, boy. I will whoop you. Don't test me. You would think that everybody in NXT would know by now not to test Karrion Cross. If you don't, you're going to learn the hard way really quickly what happens when you challenge Carrying cross. You don't want to be in his crosshairs. I'm warning you, you don't. And Johnny Gargano found out firsthand what happens when you push him too far. 
So Carrie in as he's going back, he walks up, walks right into Joe in the back. I mean, right into him. He says, uh, he looks at him. Joe's looking at him. Joe's really wanting to get his hands on Carrie. You can see it. You can see that it's getting to that point that Joe really wants to whoop Carrie in one good time. Just one good time to earn the respect that Joe thinks he deserves. And I believe Joe does. He really does deserve, deserve respect. But we all know that's how Carrie is. That's how Adam Cole was with William, with William Regal. That's how Joe used to be with William Regal. I mean, come on. We know it. We know that's how he'll act. It's expected. But, of course, he's standing there. And Joe, he basically some goes, remember, there are new rules unless provoked, Joe unless provoked and Joe says of course champ and lets him walk right on by and when Joe turns around Pete Dunn is staring at him in the face this confrontation between Joe and Pete Dunn and Karrion Cross is getting really interesting not quite sure where it's going to go. Not quite sure where NXT's you know, creative team is going with this. But it's getting very interesting quickly. Very interesting. Okay, of course, then we have Erica Lopez versus Frankie Monet. Now, guys, I've told y'all how I felt about how WWE is bringing Frankie Monet to everybody in the wrestling universe. Frankie Monet is a heck of a talent. She is a fantastic in-ring performer. She's fantastic on the mic. She's just great all the way around. If you've not seen her, you need to go look her up. And I'm not talking about Frankie Monet from WWE. I'm talking about her from Impact as Valkyrie. Guys, this girl was a dangerous individual in impact. She was the knockout champion for a reason. She only lost it to Dana Parazzi by injury. So guys, I'm telling you, WWE is underutilizing Frankie Monet. They're not really letting her showcase what she really can do in a ring. Any of you who watched her in Impact and any other promotion she's ever been in knows what this girl can do. Knows what she's capable of and WWE is underutilizing it. They need to make her a dominant person to where hey, she could be NXT champion one day like Raquel Gonzalez. But they're not using her properly the same way they're not using Ava Marie properly. Guys, we know what these what these women can do. We've seen them. We know what they're capable of. Stop underutilizing them and let them do them. Let them be themselves and, you know, dominate. Not to say that this match wasn't good. It was. The problem I have is they didn't let her really showcase what she could do. They kind of watered her down. And I don't like them watering her down. Frankie Monet did win that match, of course. But it was a watered down win. It's not the way that we all know this particular performer to be. They're just watering her down, and I don't like it. It's not looking good for her in the long run if they don't let her just spray, spread her wings and fly. We all know what she can do. Let her do it, WWE. Let her do it. So then we have an interview with Bronson Reed, and he's talking about Escobar and how, you know, he's had enough of what Escobar said. He's had enough of Escobar's shenanigans. We love our North American champ. 
He's incredible. Bronson Reed is incredible. We love him. And, you know, he's tired of hearing Escobar run in his mouth. He's tired of hearing Legardo El Fantasma run in his mouth. He's just had, and I get Bronson Reed. I get it. I get, we, we really are tired of hearing it. But, in the middle of his interview, Hit Row comes up. And basically, they start running their mouth trying to get him to flinch. And he won't flinch. And Bronson Reed just isn't having it. He just doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't want to deal with it. Isaiah Swerve Scott, sit down, shut up. You're not ready for a title quite yet. Especially not someone like Bronson Reed. That's a bit much. Bit much. You're biting off more than you can chew, boy. You really are. Back off. So next week, we will see a triple threat tag team match to determine which women's tag team will face for the NXT tag te- women's tag team titles at Great American Bash. And it will be Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon versus Io Shirai and Zoe Stark versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. This is going to be an interesting match. You've got three of the best women's tag teams in the division. And they're going to go against each other head to head to determine who's going to face Candice LeRae and Andy Hartwell. This is going to be an interesting matchup, guys. An incredible matchup. This is one that I'm going to tell you guys need to watch because it's going to be one that you need to see. It's going to be incredible. I'm excited for this match. I'm looking forward to it. Everrise. They're out there. They've had enough with Hit Row's shenanigans. They've had enough with everybody disrespecting them, and I don't blame them. They're a great tag team. You, you get tired of hearing them after a while. You really get sick of it. And, you know, Hit Row, of course, they won't shut up. They come out, and of course, it's Adonis and Top Dada versus Everrise. This match is a really good match. Everrise really showcases what they can do. They do really good. They really show what they can do in NXT. And I'm you know, looking forward to seeing what this tag team is going to do the more the further it goes. I mean, they could really go on to be tag team champs. We never know. It's an incredible, you know, incredible match. But of course, Top Dollar and Adonis win that match, but they barely win it. Barely. Guys, I'm telling you right now how I feel about Hit Row. Don't like him. Adonis is a great competitor. If you haven't seen him, go look him up. He's from 205 Live. He's an incredible competitor. So that being said, Swerve Scott, another great competitor. He could go far in WWE as a whole. Don't believe me? Go look him up on 205 Live. Isaiah Swerve Scott is incredible. Top dollar? We know nothing, very little about this man. Very little at all. Uh, he's not, I mean, he's good. He is, but he's not really had enough matches under his belt to say that he's as good as Adonis and Isaiah Swerve Scott. He's not really got there yet, and he's not really got my attention. As a team, they're annoying. As a team, they're really bugging me. Because they're just not, they're not getting, you know, the WWE Universe's attention. They're not really, you know, they're not really showcasing what they really could do. They're just, it's a team that eventually I see falling to pieces. It's just a matter of when because their egos get in their way. They're thinking that they're better than everybody else in NXT. You know, Zayas Scott trying to challenge Bronson Reed, trying to challenge Karrion Cross. You know, come on. 
swerve. You're not ready for that kind of competition yet. You're good, but I don't think you're ready for someone like Karrion Cross. And I definitely don't think you're ready for somebody like Bronson Reed, but then again, what do I know? It's just, Hit Row's not really getting me. But like I said, they did win the match against Everrise, but it wasn't an easy win. It really wasn't. Mercedes Martinez is being told that she is going to be in a mixed match, match, mix match, match next week on NXT. Well, Zia Lee comes up and attacks her. And, of course, Mercedes, we all know, doesn't have very many friends in NXT. But Mercedes is kind of a lone wolf. She kind of sticks to herself, and we've all kind of come to know that. So, you know, we've all expected it. But Jake Atlas, Atlas comes out of nowhere and comes to her aid and takes out Zia Lee and Boa. I mean, literally wipes them out and tells Mercedes, Look, I'll be your partner. I'll be with you. I'll stand with you next week. I, I don't mind helping you out. So, because of that, we're going to get Bowen Zia Lee versus Mercedes Martinez and Jake Atlas. That, to me, I think is going to be a very, 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 very interesting match. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fresh. It's going to be new. It's something we're not going to be able to see. Plus, we get to see Boa in the ring for the first time in NXT. So, it's going to be interesting to see. And to see how well Boa and Zia can work together as a team. And we know Mercedes and Jake are going to do great together, but we got to see how Boa and Zaya are going to work together as a team and see if Mei Ying might get involved in this match somehow. We all know Indusheer's been up to something, and we're not quite sure what they're up to, but it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. It really is. It's going to be really interesting to see. So that's what I'm telling you. You guys need to watch. Then we get Koshida versus Kylo Riley, guys. This is the main event. I told you guys this show, this match was going to be an interesting match because you have two really good competitors who have faced each other in New Japan and are now facing each other now. And it's an incre I mean, incredible match, guys. It is incredible. These two performers bring it. It's an incredible, incredible match for Kyle. It's an incredible challenger for Koshida. It's a really good match. One that I enjoyed watching. and One that I recommend you guys look up and watch because it's incredible. Of course, Kyle O'Reilly does win that match. At the end of it, there's a show of respect from both competitors. Because it was an incredible, I mean, it really was, it was an incredible match. But what happens afterwards is shocking. In a way. And I'm going to fill you in on what I mean in a way. We all suspected. We all saw Adam Cole leave. So we all suspected it's Adam Cole's not gone. We know he isn't. He shows up and there is a fight back and forth. Between Adam Cole and Kyle. I mean it is a knockout fight. The whole time because she's just standing in the ring. Watching this fight take place. Refs come out. Joe comes out. They're trying to break him up. He, we knew this was going to happen. We knew these two were going to eventually get to each other and try to tear each other apart. Kushida the whole time is watching this match go down. Here's the shocking part. Kushida's watching it. All of a sudden, he gets attacked from behind by a hooded person who is taking him out. I mean, literally lays him out in the middle of the ring. Two other guys are standing outside, and Michael Bivens is standing in the bottom corner. The hood falls down. Guys, it's Roderick Strong. He's back in NXT, and we weren't expecting this. And he didn't come alone. 
he now has Tyler Rust and another person from New Japan with them. They are calling themselves Diamond Mine. We've been seeing this running all this time for the past couple of months. What's Diamond Mine? What's going on? Well, we have a new faction, and it has Roderick Strong in the faction. It's Michael Bevins' faction, Diamond Mine. And apparently, Roderick Strong wants the Cruiserweight title. This is going to be interesting. This is going to be interesting to see where this goes and what happens with Diamond Mine and Roderick Strong and Koshida and what this team is going to do in NXT. It's going to be interesting. We all know Roddy. We know how Roddy is. Dominant force, whether he's in a faction or whether he's single by himself. He's an amazing competitor. So it's going to be interesting to see what Diamond Mine will do and how they're going to shake the foundations of NXT as a whole going to be interesting and I suggest you guys pay attention because they're here and they're out for blood now we move on to NXT UK for 624 guys bear with me this is a double feature so bear with me NXT UK for 624 starts out with Mark Coffey versus Shay Samuels. We knew this fight was going to happen because Coffey can't stop poking at Samuels. He just can't quit. And it's, we knew this feud would eventually culminate into a match. We knew it was going to happen, and it does. And it's an incredible match between these two. Coffee, Mark Coffee, you know, we know how he is in, in Gallus. We know what kind of person he is with Joe and Wolfgang. We know. To see him as an individual competitor is something we rarely see. So this was incredible to watch. Coffee and Samuels brought the fight to each other and it was a great match. It did end with Mark Coffee defeating Shay Samuels. Great match fantastic match loved it it was a great match guys I'm telling you go check it out it's a great match of course they're interviewing interviewing Emil and she's not happy about have Mako, Mako Satamora getting the title she's very upset that she should have been the one that faced Kylie Ray she got cheated blah 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 Emil sit down be quiet you had no chance of being in that match, and you knew you didn't. You know, general manager made a call. You weren't in the match. Deal with it. You want a shot at Mako? Go earn your shot, just like everybody, just like Mako did. Go earn your shot. Go earn your shot. I'm not saying that Emil isn't a great competitor. She is. She's a fantastic competitor. But, but with that being said, she deserves to earn a shot before she goes running her mouth that she should have won the title. I don't think Emil could have beaten Kylie Ray. I don't think she could have. I don't think she, she ha I mean, I'm not saying that she isn't good. She is. But she's not Kylie Ray good. So I just don't see her beating Kylie Ray. I just, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have made any sense. Mako, yes. Emil, no. Subculture's hanging out and they're talking about about how you know everything that's transpired with Jenny and Joseph Connors and how they've come so far and how they've worked so hard guys Mark Andrews Flash Morgan Dana Luna they are amazing they are an amazing team I love subculture I think they're great I love every single one of them is a great competitor both together and individually you know we all know that 
Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews had the tag titles for a while. We all know how good they are. We know you know, they're just great. It's a great team. I love them. Of course, while they're talking, Pretty Deadly comes up. Ah, oh, my Pretty Deadly. Gotta love those boys. Love them to death. They're classy. I, I love them. Absolutely love them. They're great heels. I love them. But subculture, basically, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster say, Hey, you know what? Why are you over there running your mouth and bad-mouthing us and talking about us? Why don't you uh, give us a shot at your tag titles? Pretty deadly laugh at them and go, Really? You guys think you deserve a shot at our tag titles? No. Y'all are worthy enough for our tag titles. Sorry. No, 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 no. We're not going to get... Classic, pretty, deadly fashion. Classic, pretty, deadly fashion. If you guys have not seen Pretty Deadly, go look them up. They are incredible. I love these boys. But on the other side, like I said, I love Mark Andrews and I love Flash Morgan Webster. So... It's going to be interesting to see if Vic goes through with this and says, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give y'all a shot at the titles. I'm going to go ahead and sign it and get it done and move on. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Of course, Lord Dimitri versus Stevie Turner. This was a really good match. Great matchup between these two ladies. They did an incredible job. It was a great... I mean, these girls are good. As competitors, they are great. I mean, they are really are. They really showcase what they could do. Of course, Stevie Turner did win that match. So, it was an incredible... I mean, it was, it was an incredible match. I liked it. I really liked it. I thought it was great. Wolfgang and Mark... Coffee are hanging out together, and you know they're talking, and you know they're having their fun, and you know just being usual. And they're talking to Joe because they know Joe Coffee's got a match, you know, a big match coming up, and you know they're telling him, "Look, you know, Wolfgang's won one. Mark goes, I've won one. Come on, boy, you can win one. You know, we three, you know, three one to one matches. You know, then eventually we're gonna have to have another match to determine who's the better person in Gallus. You know." friendly competition between this team and I like it I like that friendly competition I like the fact that the coffee brothers can joke around and have fun and Wolfgang can get in there and get involved I like it I like Gallus I really do they are a great team I love them and I love this little friendly banter between them it's an incredible little banter I love it of course then we get Nathan Frazier he's in the back and he's training and Kenny Williams tells him uh, Start winning matches and stop training. Nathan Frazier's a great... I mean, he's a great, great competitor. Frazier has come a long way from when he started in NXT UK. He's come a long way. Now, my problem with Kenny Williams... We all know my problem with Kenny Williams. Kenny Williams betrayed his tag team partner and got him took out of NXT UK. We all know how I feel about Kenny Williams... Mir Jordan, that's all I have to say. I'm your Jordan. That's all I gotta say about that. I'm not saying Kenny Williams isn't a great competitor. He is. But I'm your Jordan, guys. I'm your Jordan. That's where I have my problem. Going and saying that Nathan doesn't need to train. Nathan is a hard working competitor. When he goes into a match, Nathan Frazier on his, the only thing on his mind is winning that match. That is the main thing that Frazier focuses on. And Frazier goes in there at 110% in this match and wins it. 
Kenny Williams, you go in and cheat any way you possibly Granted, you are a heel, and that's what heels do. But you go in and cheat any way you can to make yourself look better. What happened to you? You used to be this great, I mean, really good competitor. Really, really good competitor that would, just like Nathan Frazier, go in there at 110% and win a match. Whether you had a mirror with you or not, you went in and won the match. You lost yourself along the way. And I'm not quite sure where you lost yourself at. Maybe your obsession with a mirror getting you know, all this attention and winning all these matches. Maybe that's where you lost yourself. But you need to find yourself again. Because right now Nathan Frazier is on fire. And you're sitting in the back room watching him steal your spotlight. And you're not happy about it. You want to face Nathan Frazier? Go for it. I'm telling you right now, Kenny Williams is not going to be able to beat Nathan Frazier. I just unless he cheats, there's no way. Nathan Frazier's just too good. He's just too good, guys. If you've not seen either one of these competitors or the one I'm talking about, that <clears throat> Amir Jordan, go look these guys up. Amir Jordan, Kenny Williams, and Nathan Frazier. I promise you guys. You will love these three competitors. They're great. Granted, Amir is not in NXT UK right now, but I'm expecting him to come back. And when he does, he's going to come back with a vengeance on Kenny Williams. I see it coming. It's just a matter of when and how. We're waiting to see what's going to happen with Amir Jordan. So, we get a teaser for Blair Davenport, guys. She's coming to NXT NXT UK, who are you getting? We love when we get new competitors. So it's going to be interesting to see Blair Davenport and what she brings to the NXT table. Going to be interesting to see what she does. Going to be interesting, very interesting to see what she brings to the UK. What kind of fighter she really is. Going to be interesting. Of course, we get Oliver Carter versus Tiamat. Now, we all know what's been going on with Oliver Oliver Carter and Tiamat. Tiamat thinks that Oliver Carter should not be teamed up with his tag team partner. He thinks that Oliver Carter is better than that. That he does, you know, that he's that he's a better competitor by himself than he is with a partner. He just he doesn't think that those two mesh well together. We get it. We get it, Tiamat. We get it. But you, on the other hand, we got to go back to what you've done and your career that's made you a problem. You. Back a few months ago, probably about six or seven months ago, took out Rohan Raju. Do we need to remind you of this? You literally, single-handedly, in his debut in NXT UK, took him out. You took him, put him on the shelf by breaking his arm. Do we need to remind you of this? And he just returned last week. So you know, TMN, he's going to be out for blood. He's going to be out for you because of what you did. Fast forward to now. Oliver Carter is on fire, guys. He is on fire. Tiamat on fire. He's a ruthless, aggressive opponent. You put the two of these together, and it is going to be an electrifying match. That you, I mean, it, it's going to be something you're not going to be expecting. And it really was. It was an incredible match between the two of them. The whole time, I'm pretty sure you guys were, and so were I, so was I, sitting back going, okay, where's Rohan? We know he's got to be watching this match somewhere. You know, he's out for blood for what 
happened to him in his debut, you know he's there somewhere. We're watching. The match was incredible. The match was great. No problems. No interruptions. No interference. Tiamon wins that match. What happens after the match got your spine tingling a little bit. Tiamon is going to attack. He's attacking Oliver Carter. Basically taking him out just like he does every other opponent that he faces. Rohan Raju comes out and basically gets him off of Carter. Finally, we're going to get this taken care of. That that out for blood for what you did to me the debut. I've got you. I've got you in my sight. Tiaman looks like a, he looks like a ghost. He looks like he's just seen a ghost because Rohan is standing right across from him, and he knows what he did to him, and he's thinking, "Oh boy, I'm in trouble." Mm-mm. Rohan turns around and attacks Oliver Carter. What? Where did this come from? We were blindsided when he. I mean, what? What? He's helping Tiaman. What's going on here? He literally is attacking him, just destroying him. And after he's done, he's standing there, neck right across from Tiaman, looking at Tiaman, and Tiaman keeps telling him, "Uh huh, the eye, the eye. Pay attention. What is going on with Rohan Raju? I mean, come on. You side with someone who literally almost ended your wrestling career in NXT UK." Are you up to something? Are you planning something? Are you scheming? Are you pulling a Randy Orton? What are we seeing here? Interested to see where this goes with Tiamin and Rohan Raju. Going to be interesting to see where it goes. And what's going to happen? Can we see a new tag team? Sky's the limit as to what's going to happen. I'm scratching my head questioning what Rohan's thinking in his mind. Don't know. We're going to find out though. We're going to find out. Well, Jack Stars, he's in the back, and he's practicing, and he, you know, he's working really, really hard. And, you know, Wolfgang's been giving him a lot of, giving him, hard, giving him a hard time. He really has. You've been really giving him a hard time. And he was offered last week a chance to face Tyler Bate for the Heritage Cup. Jack Stars basically said no. He wanted nothing to do with it. And, you know, he just didn't really want to face his best, you know, one of his best friends. He just didn't want to do it. He didn't think he was ready. Well, we find out Jack Stars is going to get a Heritage Cup title match against Tyler Bate next week. He's actually accepted it. This is a huge thing for Jack Stars. It's massively huge with incredible implications if he can beat Tyler Bate for that Heritage Cup. It could completely change his career for good. It, it, it's going to be an incredible match between these two because these two are so close. They're such good friends. You know, they train together. They work together. You know, they... Jack Stars has a lot of respect for Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. It's going to be interesting to see where this goes. It's going to... I mean, it's going to be a grim match. I really think it is. It's going to be one I recommend everybody watch. A-Kid's talking about losing the Heritage Cup to his best friend and his trainer, Tyler Bate. And he starts talking about how Jordan Devlin just keeps running his mouth and won't keep his mouth shut and how he's the Irish ace and blah, 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 blah. Well, A-Kid tells him, look, I'm going to tell you what. Face me in a match next week and I'm going to beat you. I'll beat you, Irish ace. I'll prove to you that I'm not a one-hit wonder, that I can beat you, that I can win. So next week we're going to get Jordan Devlin versus A-Kid. This is going to be interesting. Him coming off losing the Heritage Cup and now 
this could propel his career if he can beat the former Cruiserweight champion. It'll be interesting to see. I think this is going to be a really good match. Of course, we also find find out Mako Satomura is going to be on next week talking about her NXT UK Championship and maybe finding out who her next challenger is going to be. Could be Kylie Ray. Could be anybody. Sky's the limit as to who's going to face Mako Satomura for that title. It'll be interesting to see. I'm excited about it. So then we get the main event, guys. Triple threat match. Ivan Dragunov versus Rampage Brown versus Joe Coffey. You've got to think. In this match, we've got three of the best competitors in NXT UK in the same ring together taking on each other. You know from the start with these three, it's going to be an incredible matchup that you're just not going to want to miss. So, guys, go online and check this match out. Go to your social media and go look at it. It is an incredible matchup. Back and forth between these two. You're dragging off and Co- Coffee beating the heck out of each other. Rampage Brown trying to showcase what he can do and doing a great job at it. It's an incredible match between these three to determine who really is the best in NXT UK. And, I mean, they literally... <sniffs> Tear each other apart. I mean, one point Rampage Brown suplexes both Dragonoff and Coffee. I mean, picks them both up suplexes. It's an incredible match. It does end with Dragonoff winning that match. But what happens after the match is incredible. Dragonoff is sitting in the ring celebrating his match and his win. Joe Coffey and Rampage have gone off, left the ring. Who comes out? The longest reigning NXT UK champion, Walter. Now, guys, we know the last time Dragunov and Walter faced each other, it was a knockout dragout fight that almost cost Walter his title. Dragunov almost beat Walter at his own game. Walter comes out. And basically, you you want this title? You want this? Are you after this? Do you really want this? And starts beating the daylights out of Dragunov. Guys, ooh, do we see another title match between Dragunov and Walter in our future? Could this be coming? Could Dragunov be the final boss at the gate to take out Walter and take away his NXT UK title, ending his longest reigning run? Going to be interesting to see what happens with this. I'm kind of excited about it. I'm stoked about it. Looking forward to it. Hoping that it's going to be an, you know, an incredible match between these guys. Hoping that they do it. Hoping that Vic actually says, yeah, let's do this. Let's get these two to fight each other again. Dragunov might get it. Who knows? It's going to be interesting to see. Sit back and watch. Alright, next we have NXT for 629. This is this week's NXT, guys. So pay close attention. Let's step into the NXT ring and find out what's going on. NXT opens with a triple threat tag team match to determine the number one contender for the women's tag team titles. That's Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Io Shirai and Zoe Starks. This is a heck of a way to open an 
NXT because these women bring it like it's never been brought before. They literally showcase what they can do. Every single one of these women deserve props for what they've done. They deserve praise because they really showed what they could do. It ends with the new number one contenders for the women's tag team titles at Great American Bash being Zoe Starks and Io Shirai. Now we're going to get the Candice LeRae and Io feud to end at Great American Bash. We, could we see EO finally get the tag titles with Zoe Stark? Zoe getting her very first title reign away from Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Can we see this happen? Will it really happen? Excited to see. Looking forward to it. Cannot wait. Like I told you guys, I stand by my women's division and this is going to be a heck of a matchup. I promise you, this is going to be one you need to watch at Great American Bash. It's going to be great. Karrion Cross and Scarlett are entering the building. And Johnny Gargano. Johnny, did you not learn learn last week? Did you not learn from your mistakes? Apparently not, because he attacks Karrion Cross. Security has to come and break him up. Because it's just it's it's out of control. Karrion basically is just it's out of control exactly what is going on. But Johnny Gargano is just bent on getting getting under Karrion Cross's skin. He's just bent on getting that shot with Carrie, and then he, we all know he can't be carrying cross, but he sure as heck gonna try. And give props to, you know, Johnny Gargano for having the guts to do this, but I'm telling you, you're crazy. You're absolutely crazy to even challenge carrying cross. But of course, they get it broke up, and Carrie basically comes and says, Oh, so this is how it's gonna be, Johnny. This is how you're gonna do it. This is how we're gonna play. Okie dokie. I, I got it. You're a dead man, Johnny. You're a dead man. Dead man. Tick tock. I'm telling you, it's coming. Johnny Gargano versus Karrion Cross is coming. Johnny's going to keep poking him too much, and he's going to bite off more than he can chew, and he's going to find out real quick, you don't want to challenge Karrion. Ask Tommaso Ciampa, ask Damian Priest, ask Keith Lee, ask you know, Vin Balor, ask Adam, ask anybody that's faced Karrion Cross. You do not want to challenge this man. He will take you out. The ramifications of it is not good. It really isn't. But apparently, Johnny Gargano seems to think he's got Karrion's number. I don't think he does. I really don't. I don't think Johnny is the person to take it off of Karrion. I have someone else in mind to take it off of Karrion. But we're not going to go into that. We're just going to wait, sit back and watch and see what NXT does with this. NXT announces the breakout tournament in two weeks, guys. Here, there's going to be the NXT Breakout Tournament. We love this because you've got all these new competitors from, you know, NXT, from the Performance Center, showcasing what they can do. In the Breakout Tournament, it comes down to two final competitors. The winner of that match gets a shot, a future shot, at the NXT title. It's going to be an amazing tournament. I'm excited to see, you know, who WWE brings to the brand, who we're going to see, new what new faces, what old faces, what's going to it's going to be interesting to see this tournament and see who actually comes out on top to face the NXT champion. Going to be interesting to see. I'm excited. I love the breakout championship. We saw a lot of great competitors last year. You know, Legardo El Fantasma, we you know, we got to see, we got to see, you know, 
Bronson Reed. We've seen Isaiah Sorov Scott. Koshida. We've seen a lot of good people in the breakout tournaments. It's going to be interesting to see this year who we get. Well, we find out that Isaiah Sorov Scott wants a shot at the North American champ, Bronson Reed. Really, Isaiah? Really? You really want to challenge Bronson Reed for the title? Okay. Okay. You think so? You really think so? Okie dokie. We'll see what's going to happen. Karrion uh, Cross, he comes out to the ring. And he basically says, Mr. Gargano, touche. You got me. One up on me. Gotta give you props. Because I got you this week. You got me this week. He basically calls out Gargano. And we do see Gargano. And he's, he basically is saying, no, 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 no. I'm not coming out there. I'm not going to deal with you. I'm not afraid of you, but I'm not going to deal with you. I, you know, I get that. I, I'll have this title. You know, you do whatever you want. Run your mouth. Say whatever. Well, Austin Theory comes from behind and attacks Karrion Cross. I Really? And so Johnny comes in because Johnny's like, ooh, Austin's got him on the ropes. I've got him. Johnny gets in there. Karrion wipes the floor with both of them, guys. Karrion just literally destroys Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory. Seriously, you guys really think that th- this is a good idea? But Joe comes out, and Joe breaks everybody up, and Johnny and, you know, they're going. Johnny and Karrion are going at it, and Joe's like, no, 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 this is not happening. You go, you go, get out of the ring, get out of this arena, go, shoo, shoo. Karrion and Joe have another confrontation. This is building up. This is culminating into something big. Could we possibly see Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross? Could that possibly happen in the near future? It's a possibility. It could be a heck of a match if WWE plays their cards right. It could be a really good matchup between these two competitors. I'm looking forward to see what's going to happen. Of course, Johnny and Theory do leave. They get in their car car and drive off and we're like, okay, we're good. Everything's great. So then we get to see Roderick Strong versus Ashton Hale. Diamond Mind is out there. Roderick Strong is really showcasing what he can do. We know what he can do, but this boy has really trained a lot harder. He's more edgier, more grittier. I love this match. It was a great match between these two. It really was. Michael Bivens has done his homework. He's really got a really good team together, especially when you put Roderick Strong in there with him. It's an incredible matchup. It was a great matchup. I loved it. Great you know, great match. Of course, Roderick Strong did win it. Michael Bivens again introducing us to Diamond Mine. Da 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 da. Move on. Happy to see that happen. Cameron Grimes versus Arya Sterling. This match was a good match. Good to see Cameron back in the ring. Good to see Cameron performing. Good to see Cameron, you know, rushing what happened at TakeOver off his back and, you know, trying to show. I mean, we all know Cameron Grimes is good. We all know he is. It was a really good match between these two. Cameron brought it. Ari brought it. It was a great match. Of course, it did end with Cameron Grimes winning that match. Well. Cameron Grimes is in the ring celebrating his win. You know, he's happy he won. We're all happy to the moon that he won. We're excited. LA Knight comes out. Here we go again with LA Knight. How many times are you guys going to run LA Knight through our faces before we finally get tired of him? But he comes out and he's running his mouth. 
Grimes, of course, Grimes has a mic and he tells him, look, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of you. I've had enough of you. You run in your mouth. You're saying things you should. Blah, 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 blah. I've did, I'm just done with it. Because, look, I'm going to lay out a challenge for you, L.A. Knight. And I want you to listen closely. Listen real closely. I want you to give me a match at Great American Bash versus you for the million dollar title. L.A. Knight's like, oh, you want that match? Oh, you guys want that match? Sorry, but no. Really, L.A. Knight, are you that chicken to face camera grinds because you're afraid you might actually get your butt whooped? Are you really that afraid? Well, L.A. Knight ups the stakes. He goes, okay, I'll give you the match. Under one step. Big step. If you lose, you become my butler. Really? Camera grind serving L.A. Knight? I don't think so. Uh-uh. I don't see that happening. It's going to be an interesting matchup. I'm kind of scratching my head going, what? Camera grind's a butler? Uh, no, 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 no. He'll be a butler, all right, but he'll be the worst butler you ever had. I see Cameron Grimes winning this match, guys. I really do. I see him finally defeating LA Knight and we being done with LA Knight and not have to deal with him because really, NXT Universe does not like him. They're not buying him. They don't like what he's selling. We're done with it. We're ready to move on with Cameron Grimes. We really are. We're, we're just done with it. Zoe and EO are in the back and they're having a, you know their interview and talking about how they're excited about this opportunity to be able to face Candace and Indy for the titles. Zoe's excited to be able to do it with EO Shirai and I agree with her. I think it's a great it's gonna be a great match. In the middle of it, Candace LeRae and Indy Hartwell come and they just start running their mouths about how EO, you know, is old news. She can't keep up. She's no you know, she's not met you know championship material anymore blah 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 Zoe steps up and basically shuts them up Zoe basically shuts them up guys I'm telling you Zoe Stark is on fire this girl is electrifying not only in the ring but on the mic she's incredible and the fact that she don't sit in the back and wait for opportunities to be handed to her she goes and grabs him by the horns and says let's do this I want a shot give me a shot Mr. Regal it's going to be an interesting matchup between these two. But to see Zoe put Candace in her place, I liked it. I like Zoe Stark. I like what she's selling. I'm excited to see what's going to happen with her and Neo Shirai. And if they get those tag titles at Great American Bash, it's going to be interesting. Kyle O'Reilly comes out to the ring. And he has a mic. I love when Kyle comes out. Every time Kyle comes out, you never know what's going to come out of his mouth. I'm loving Kyle O'Reilly right now. It's fun to watch. Uh, yeah, when he comes out of the mic, you're like, ooh, what's he going to say next? And basically, he wants to fight people who will make him a better fighter. That's why he chose Koshida, because he learns from his mistakes from you know the fighters that he fights. Every person he handpicks, he handpicks so that he can learn from his experiences. And I get that. Every wrestler, whether they're male or female, want to face a competitor that's going to push them to the limit and teach them a few things about themselves that they didn't know. That I like. I like that. I like that Kyle O'Reilly does that. I like that he sells it that way. So, you know, I like it. <clears throat> you know, he's talking about Cole and what Cole's done and how Cole claims, you know, he's the best there is in WWE right now. He's the hottest thing going, blah, 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 blah. And he calls Cole out. Of course, Cole comes out, but so does Joe. 
Joe follows right behind him. Joe's like, nope, this isn't happening. We've had confrontations between you two uh, for the past couple of weeks. We're saving this from Great America Bash. You two are not going to feud. There's not going to be any fighting. And he goes, gentlemen, please excuse my interruption. He goes, but please don't let me delay you anymore. Have your say. Say what you've got to say, but I'm going to be here to make sure nothing goes wrong. Cole says he wouldn't want to be. He says, you wouldn't want to be in my shoes. Why would you want to be in my shoes? You, you, you can't handle being me. You can't handle being in my position. You can't handle it. You just can't. I mean, look at you know, look at what you've done. Let me. The only reason the undisputed era was so successful was because of me. Really? I do believe Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roderick Strong need some shout outs where it counts. I mean, come on, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong all held the tag titles. Come on, Cole. You held the NXT title and the North American title. I will give you that. But without the boys to help you out, I don't think you would have had those titles as long as you did. I mean, I'm not saying Cole is Cole is fantastic. He is incredible. But he's got to give props to the other members of Undisputed Era because they worked just as hard as he did to make that team the dominant force that it was for so long. Give Bobby Fish, Roderick Strong, and Kyle O'Reilly the credit where the credit is due. Because without them, there would have been no Undisputed Era. That's just how I feel about it. There wouldn't have been without them. They made that team. Not just Cole. They made that team. But Cole says, look, he's not, I mean, he's not upset. He gets it. He gets it. But look, I'm better than you and you know it. You know I am. And Kyle has nothing to say to Cole. He's just standing there listening to him run his mouth. Just listening to him. And the whole time Joe's watching him. Making sure nothing goes on. Standing there, you know. Making sure, you know, nothing happens. Cole again claims that he was the star of Undisputed Era. He was the Undisputed Era. And, you know, he says, Everyone in NXT knows it. Joe knows it. Even your wife knows it. Uh Oh, SpaghettiOs, you just brought a family member into the fight. Kyle has been calm this whole time, but you have to turn around and be a dummy and bring the wife into it. Kyle didn't bring Britt Baker into it, so what the heck? But he does. That's all she wrote. Kyle literally goes, Adam Cole. Joe can't keep them apart. There is no stopping these two. They are literally fighting with each other, trying to take each other out. Security can't break them up. Nothing can stop them. They just keep fighting. It, it, Joe's had it. He didn't know what to do. There's nothing he can do but walk out. He has to just walk out. There's nothing he can do. They're just not going to stop fighting with each other till they tear each other apart. Going to be interesting to see what happens in Great American Bash going to be very interesting to see what happens now we get the mixed match champ the mixed match challenge basically it's Jake Atlas and Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee and Boa guys I told you I was going to be excited to see because this is the first time we've seen Boa in the ring so it's going to be interesting to see how Boa and Zia work together as a team on the other side, it was going to be interesting to see how Jake Atlas and Mercedes Martinez worked together as a team. 
It was a great match. Jake Atlas and Mercedes brought the fight. Boa, Zaya, same thing. It was an incredible match. Really, really good match between these two teams. But it ended in a medical stoppage, giving Boa and Zaya Lee basically the win. The reason why I had it is because Zaya made a kick at Mercedes Martinez. She hit her in the side of the temple. When Zaya knew she was in trouble, Zaya knew that Mercedes was in trouble. She went to cover her, and when she went to cover her, Zaya knew she was knocked out. Mercedes was knocked out cold, guys. We could see it. It was brutally obvious. Ref knew it. Everyone knew it. Zaya lifted Mercedes' arm up to get Mercedes out of the pen to help Mercedes. Didn't look that way, but we all know that's how it happened. Mercedes was knocked out. So with medical stoppage, automatically Zaya Lee and Boa win the fight. Not saying it was a good match. It was a great match. It just was a slight accident that happened that knocked Mercedes out enough that Zaya was ring aware enough to know something was wrong and she needed to fix it. Props to Zaya. Props to the ref for realizing something was wrong. Props to the medical team for getting out there and making sure everything was okay. I hope Mercedes is okay and that we can see her and Zaya go at it again. But it was, a, it was a good fight to that point. It really was. But like I said, it's all about in wrestling. It's all about ring awareness. Pay attention not only to the ring, but your opponents in the ring. If they're in trouble, help them out. Get the match over quickly so that you can get them the medical attention they need to get them the help they need. Props to Zaya for doing that. Very proud of her. Champa and Thatcher, they're in the ring and going to have a face-off against MSK. Now, we know ne uh, the Great American Bash next week, they're going to face MSK for the tag titles. I told you guys, I'm hoping this is a fair fight. That we see MSK and Thatcher and Champa have a fair fight, a fair match for those titles, and that the Grizzled Young Vets don't get involved in it. That's a possibility, but I'm hoping they stay out of it and give Thatcher and MSK a chance to show what they can do. Of course, you know, they're sitting down. They've got chairs. Both teams got chairs, and they sit down. You know, that friendly little talk back and forth between teams, and they make it look good. I mean, they really do sitting in their chairs, just, you know, both of them. MSK with their titles, just they make it look good. They make it look like, you know, we don't need anybody in here to help us negotiate or, you know, talk. We're just going to have a little chat back and forth between, you know, between two teams, you know, that respect each other. We're just going to have this little chat. And, you know, it's, it's you know, it's a nice little chat. And they're, you know, they're having, you know, they're a nice little thing. Of course, we know Thatcher's never held gold in NXT yet. So the chance for him to get it with Champa would be epic. It would be epic because this would be the second time Champ has been tag champ. It would be a really good, good, good show for Thatcher to get for Thatcher to get this title. You know, that's his motivation. That's the reason he wants it. You know, he wants he would love to hold a tag title, especially with Tommaso Champa. It would be epic to hold it with, you know, a, a veteran in WWE like that. It would be incredible. It would be incredible setup. Of course, they're running their mouth talking about how MSK is about how they, you know, they're 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 the best. They're the best for a reason. Blah 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 blah. And then, you know, all this. Well, Thatcher cuts them off. Thatcher doesn't want to hear anymore. And MSK says, "Look, we have all the respect for you two. We have the utmost respect for you guys. But we want respect too. We want people to pay attention and respect us and realize what kind of a champions we really are. 
we want credit where credit is due and look we understand we respect you but we're calling you challengers you're not you, you we, you're challengers that's what you are to us challengers you you're not on our level yet you're not there yet we respect you but you're just not there we want respect from you guys and from everybody in the back you're challengers thatcher tries basically to go at him he basically does because he's tired of hearing them run their mouth which i get thatcher i get tired of hearing it too i really do i really do and but champa basically stops him Mm-mm, don't do this this is not the time this is not the place this is not what we're going to do he gets up in nick carter's face and he's standing right there in front of nick and he's watching him and he's just standing there and it's kind of that show you kind of look at it and you're thinking okay and he leans close to carter's ear and he starts talking to him and you don't exactly know what tomas is saying but he's talking to him and then he leans over gives him a light little peck on the cheek and him and thatcher walk this takes me back and time will tell you why it takes me back and some of you may agree this little standoff confrontation between champa and carter and the whole whispering in the ear and the peck on the cheek kind of reminds me of the old mobster days where the mobsters would have their little quiet conversations and then the dad godfather would kiss them on the cheek and walk out that's what it reminded me of you guys may dis- disagree, but that's what it reminded me of. And it kind of, I like this side of Champa. I like seeing this side. You're not quite sure what he's going to do. And I like it. But I love how when he's walking up the ramp, he tells them that you got your free one. But next week, there's no free one. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with this. I'm interested to see how these teams. How this what this matter how this match is what's gonna happen with this match? I'm excited about this match. I'm excited to see can MSK hold their titles. Or will Thatcher and Champa finally Thatcher get gold and Champa become a two time tag team champ? I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. I'm really pulling for Thatcher and Champa to win this whole thing. I'm hoping again, like I said, Grizzled Young Bets doesn't get involved. That's what that's the only thing that's bugging me is the possibility of them getting involved because they seem to think they got cheated. I'll be interested in what happens at Great American Bash with these two teams. I'm really looking forward to it. I really am. Of course, Regal's sitting there and he's talking about the Great American Bash and the NXT Breakout Championship and how he's excited about, you know, how everything's going and everything with Joe. And I like that they're, you know, they're kind of putting Regal into this and we're getting to see Regal's opinions on things and how Regal feels and, you know, everything with Joe. I like this setup. I like where NXT has gone with this because it gives us an insight into what's going on with the general manager, what's happening with this enforcer, what he thinks about. Regal has always done this, but to get to see Regal do this with Joe, I like it. I like the setup. I really like it. Well, Karrion Cross and Scarlett are leaving the Performance Center because we all know Johnny Gargano and them have left. They're getting ready to get into... Uh, Scarlett and him are getting ready to get into his car. When out of nowhere, guess what? Johnny Gargano comes up and attacks Cross. He literally is beating Cross up, trying to, you know, pretty much, you know, get the upper hand on Cross again. Trying to prove his dominance as he can beat Karrion Cross. And, you know, 
he thinks he's got it. He really does. And Karen Cross just wipes the floor with Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano again. He puts him in the cross jacket, and Johnny Gargano's about to pass out. I mean, he's got him, you know, literally, Johnny literally finally does pass out from the cross jacket. Warn you, Johnny, don't push Karrion Cross. It's not going to end well for you. Karrion gets in the car. And backs the car up. Scarlett and him have got this wicked grin on their face. I'm thinking Gargano is laying in the middle of the road. Right there where Carrion's got to go. Carrion backs up and he pulls forward so he drives off. Well, as he drives off, Joe has literally pulled Johnny Gargano out of the line of fire. Johnny's out. He's passed out. Cold from his cross jacket. Pulls him out of the line of fire. Keeps him from getting ran over by Carrion Cross. And basically, you know, tells him as he's dragging him back into the performance center, Johnny, you may have tonight pushed him just a little too far. When Gary Cross is looking at you and thinking he's going to hit you with a car and you're knocked out, yeah, you might have pushed the Doomsday Sumacita a little too far. You might have pushed him over the edge. And that's the last thing you want to do when it comes to carrying Cross is push him over the edge. And Johnny Gargano really did. I do believe he pushed him over the edge. So now we get the main event we weren't expecting. The North American Championship match. Hit Rose Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Bronson Reed. This match was a good match. I'm not going to say it wasn't, because it was. It was an incredible match between the two of them. Really showcasing what Swerve could do, and really showing what Bronson Reed could do. The problem I have with the match is the fact that Top Dollar, the pretty little girl, which she gets on my nerves, and Adonis were outside the ring interference. I have a problem with that. If you're going to put Swerve Scott against Bronson Reed, take the interference out of the equation and let them have a fair fight between the two of them. It was a good fight. I'm not saying it wasn't. It was. It was an incredible fight and the odds really were stacked against Bronson Reed. It was a great fight. With that being said, we have a new North American champion. Isaiah Swerve Scott. But he did not win it fairly. He did have help from Top Dollar and Adonis. I don't like the way they did this. Bronson Reed deserved a better full run of the NXT North American Championship than what he got. He worked 14 years to get to this. 14 years to only have it took away and he's not even had it a month yet? Come on, guys. This is not Johnny Gargano. This is Bronson Reed. I don't like this. Not saying that there won't be a rematch between Swerve and Bronson. I'm expecting it. But it's the fact that I don't think Swerve can hold it for very long. I, I just don't see Swerve having it for too long. I, I see him losing it shorter than Bronson did. Not liking it. Not impressed with it. Not saying that Swerve isn't a good competitor. He is. But I just don't think that he deserved the North American title quite yet. I don't think he was quite yet ready for it. Interesting to see if Bronson invokes his rematch clause. Going to be interesting to see what happens. It could happen at Great American Bash. We don't know. We're going to sit, wait, sit back and see what happens with Bronson Reed and Isaiah Swerve Scott. But like I said, we have a new North American champion, and I'm not happy about it. Not at all. And I'm pretty sure some of you aren't either. Some of you might be. 
And like I said, give me a shout out if you are, but I just don't like it. I don't like the way they did Bronson, not at all. And I don't like Hit Row, and I don't think Swerve Scott deserved that title quite yet. I don't think he was ready for it. I just don't. Now we're going to move on to NXT UK for 7-1. Guys, we're going to go through this as quickly as possible, so be patient with me. Sit back and enjoy the ride. It's it's a great match. It's a great show. It really is. I promise you guys you're not going to be disappointed. NXT UK opens with Elsa Dawn versus Emily McKenzie. Now, we know this fight between Dawn and McKenzie has been going on for a while. So, to get to see this feud continue, because McKenzie went out with an injury and we just got her back. So, to see this feud continue is incredible. It's a great matchup between these two. I mean, literally a really good match between Dawn and McKenzie. NXT UK Women's Division is really good. They are really, 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 really good. NXT UK as a whole is something I really look forward to watching every week. I love them. You never know what you're going to get. You don't know what what matches you're going to get, what stories you're going to get. I love it. I recommend you guys, if you can watch it, watch NXT UK. Go in there and check out some of the matches. You know, Check out Dawn's and McKenzie's. It's a great match. It really is. It's a good match. It does end with McKenzie getting one up on Elsa Dawn. It was a great match. You know, after the match, of course, Dawn's sitting there grinning. Well, even though she lost, she's grinning and she can't stop smiling. And it freaks McKenzie out. It creeps me out to watch her smile like this. Like, ooh, I got something. Ooh, she's a twisted character. If you guys have not seen Elsa Dawn, go look her up. She is a twisted individual. And I like her. She's a great competitor, great performer. You guys need to go check them out. They really are. They're great. Of course, Gallus is playing rock, paper, scissors in the back. I told you, Gallus is killing me. They are killing me. Joe Coffey, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang are killing me. But Mark Coffey and Wolfgang are killing me more than anything. But they're playing rock, scissors, rock, paper, scissors in the back. And they're having a really good time together, Joe Coffey and Wolfgang. And Mark walks up and smiles. And Wolfgang goes, what are you smiling about? What's wrong with you? And Mark goes, doesn't say anything. He just goes, skipping off, you know, skipping around the corner like he's up to something. Wolfgang's like, okay, he's up to something. And he goes off after him like, Mark, Mark, where are you going? What are you doing? I mean, he literally is skipping, guys, grinning like a little Cheshire cat, skipping through there. And I'm like, okay, Mark, what are you up to? What is going on in the mind of Mark Coffee? What is he going to come up with next? It's kind of cute. It's adorable. It's really, really cute, and I like it. Then we move on to the Heritage Cup match. It's Jack Stars versus Tyler Bate. And, of course, Trenton Seven does come out with him. This match, guys, consists of two minutes per, mat, per match. There are a total of four or five rounds. Each round is two minutes long, and you have to either submit your opponent or pin your opponent. The first one with two wins in that five rounds, between those five rounds, wins the Heritage Cup. Jack Stars really puts on a good show with Tyler Bate. It's an incredible match between these two in the first round. It ends with neither one of them getting a pinfall or a submission. But they really bring the best out in each other. And Trent Seven is impressed. I know he's impressed with it. 
we get to round two. It's another incredible show of sportsmanship and how well these two really work together. They really do a great match. It's incredible, but, but Tyler Bate gets the first pin. Now we're one to zero. We go to round three. Another good matchup between these two. Back and forth. Jack Stars is really showing he deserves to be in this match. He's really showcasing what he can do. And Tyler Bate is really giving him you know, the opportunity to show what he can do and to prove to the NXT UK universe that he's really good. He proves it. Round three, he gets a pinfall on Tyler Bate. Now we're one to one. Round four, we got to have a tiebreaker here. Either that or it's going to be one-to-one again, and we're going to get to round five. Back and forth, round four, really good. Trent Seven is really, really impressed with Jack Stars. Everybody's impressed with Jack Stars. Jack Stars is really showcasing what he can do. He does really well. You're not quite sure. He almost has Tyler Bate twice. Almost twice, he gets him in that Boston Crab, and you think he's got it. You think Tyler's going to tap. Tyler rolls out. He gets him in it again. He's nowhere near the ropes. It's an incredible match, but it does end with Tyler Bate getting the final pinfall. Tyler Bate retains his Heritage Cup championship. But Jack Stars gets respect from Tyler Bate, and he gets respect from me. And I really love the Jack Stars really showcase what he could do. Tyler's in there. Trent Seven's proud. Everything's good. Here comes little skipping Mark Coffee. Skipping out to the ring like a little happy-go-lucky Mark Coffee. Wolfgang's following him trying to figure out what he's doing. He's just skipping along through there. Skips up to the ring and stands in front of Tyler Bate. Basically, you know, the respect. I like it. You did really good. I'm impressed. Congratulations. Great showmanship. Mark Coffee literally pops. Tyler Bate the face and rolls out quick because Trent Seven gets in the ring. He rolls out quick. Wolfgang's in shock. I'm in shock. Tyler's like got this look of what just happened. Trent and him are standing there. So now we have Gallus standing here. Mark Coffee with that little grin on his face. And Mustache Mountain standing in the ring staring each other down. Could we possibly see a friendly competition between Mustache Mountain and Gallus? This would be great. This would be a great match. I think it would be great because they, you know, these two teams respect each other. It would be an interesting matchup to see these two teams fight, you know, fight each other in a little friendly competition. Could we see Mark Coffee maybe saying, "Hey, give me a shot at the Heritage Cup, Tyler Bate. I'd like to fight you." We don't know, but the little confrontation between the two of them, to these two teams, is interesting. They're smiling. They're you know happy. It's an interesting little matchup between these two, and I'm interested to see what's going to happen with the you know with these two. T- I would love to see Gallus versus Mustache Mountain and a little friendly competition. It would be interesting. It would be fun. I'd be excited to see it. I'd also like to see Mark Coffey face for the Heritage Cup. I really would. It would be an interesting matchup between him and Tyler Bate. Well, the boss is walking down the hallway. Mr. Vic himself, the assistant general manager for NXT UK. And he comes up on Pretty Deadly. And they're having a little conversation like Pretty Deadly always does. And he says to them, hey, you know what? Maybe you should give Subculture a shot at your tag titles. 
and pretty deadly sin. No, 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 no. They haven't earned it. They gotta prove that they can face us. They ain't earned nothing. No, we're not gonna give them a title shot. Vic. No, 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 no. They need to earn it. So, he says, I'll tell you what. Here's a way for them to earn it. One of you guys from Pretty Deadly are going to face one of the members of Subculture next week. And if Subculture wins the match, you'll put your tag titles on the line against Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Pretty Deadly is not happy about it. They don't want to face Subculture. They don't want to put their tag titles on the line and they're not happy that Vic has put them in this position. So it's going to be interesting to see one of the members are pretty deadly versus one of the members of subculture. It's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. And can subculture win this and get a shot at the tag titles? It's going to be interesting to see. I would love to see if Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews can get their titles back. It'll be really interesting to see. Or if Pretty Deadly can come up with a scheme to keep their titles. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with this match. I'm excited. Mako Satamora is out and she's addressing the NXT UK universe when Nia Samuels comes out and basically tells uh, Mako, oh, I would love to be your next challenger. I think that I deserve a shot at your title. I'm so happy that you beat Kylie Ray, but I want to face you and blah, blah, blah. And she's basically trying to butter up Mako. And we all know Mako Satamora is not easy to butter up. She's not going to fall for it. You know, she, you know, she says, oh, basically, Mako needs me. She needs Nia so that I can make Mako look so grand and glorious in the fight. Blah, blah, blah. Make her look like a better champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she wants to face her. Well, Emil comes out, takes out Nina. Takes her out. Oh, here we go again with Emil thinking that she can take on Mako Satamora. Really? But Emil basically says, look, I'm not out here to play games. I'm not out here to play games. Only thing I want is you. You took my title shot away from me and God stole my title. Now I want you. I want to face you for the title. And Mako says, okay, I'll give you the match. You can face me for the title. We'll see who really is the better opponent, me or you. So now we're going to get Mako Satamora versus Emil. Maybe she'll shut up Emil finally where Emil realized she's not, could not have beat Kylie Ray. No way, no day. Well, we see Rampage Brown and Joe Coffey in the back and they're talking and, you know, they're having their little thing and they're talking about their match with Dragunov last week and basically Coffey tells them, look, we didn't settle anything, did we? And Rampage Brown just shook his head like, no, we settled nothing. Nothing at all. And you know there's respect between those two after that final match. That last match between the two of them. There was a lot of respect. And they just laugh at each other. And they kind of do a little fist bump and they walk off. Could we be seeing Rampage Brown and Joe Coffey teaming together in a tag team? Granted, we know Coffey's in Gallus. But could we actually see Joe Coffey branch out a little bit more and bring Rampage Brown on his side for a tag team champ, tag team shot? Possible. I mean, the respect there is strong. The, you know, there is a lot of respect between those two. They've earned each other respect from the match. Going to be interested to see what happens with these two and if these two really are going to tag team together, if we're going to see another fight between these two. Sky's the limit. It's what's going to happen with Rampage Brown and Joe Coffey. We'll be interested to see it. 
Now we have Maylee Smits. Maylee is a very, very good competitor, guys. If y'all have not seen Maylee Smits, you need to go check her out. She's an incredible competitor. I like her. But who she's facing made me smile. The return of Alfie Valkyrie. Guys, she's back. Althea has come back to the roost. And now we're going to have a really good match. And it's a really, really is a good match. Of course, we have the one person that took her out. Jenny down there watching the match ever so. The little fashionista thinks, oh, oh, she's back. Now I'm going to get to take her out again. Now, for those of you who don't know, Jenny and Valkyrie have a big problem with each other. Because they had a few way back when. And the reason why Valkyrie's not been in NXT UK is because of Jenny. Jenny injured her shoulder. She really, really badly injured her shoulder, and she's been on the shelf. Valkyrie finally returns, and now Jenny seems to think, Oh, I didn't take you out enough. Let me go again. But she's watching the match. Doesn't get involved. Watching, you know, the whole time, Afia's not taking her eyes off of her. Not for a second. Not even for a minute does she take her eyes off of her. When she basically does her finisher, she sets her sights on Jenny. She defeats Smits. And afterwards, they both are just watching each other. And Jenny just basically smiles at her like, I'm not done with you yet. I'm going to be interested to see what happens with Valkyrie and Jenny. I don't think this feud's quite over yet. And I don't think Valkyrie's going to let it sit that way. I don't think that Althea is going to let it sit that way. I think this feud is going to culminate in a nasty battle that's going to end up ending you know, this whole feud. And it's going to be an interesting fight between these two because these two girls are incredible together in a ring. They're incredible. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Of course, Trent Seven, he's having an interview when Eddie Dennis comes up and starts basically bashing Trent Seven. Basically, just bashing Trent. Trent's, you know, trying to do interviews and, you know, talk. And he just won't shut up and just keeps bashing him. Well, Trent turns around and just literally destroys Eddie Dennis. Puts him in his place. This is what I'm talking about, about Trent Seven. This guy, this competitor is amazing. He is incredible. Not only in the mic, but he's incredible in the ring. He owns he, he's a veteran. He owns what he does. And he basically destroys them with his own words. Going right back at him. Next week, we're going to get a fight between Trent Seven and Eddie Dennis. This is going to be interesting. This is going to be an incredible match because we know what Trent Seven's capable of. If you guys have not seen Trent Seven, you need to go look him up. He is an incredible in-ring competitor. He is incredible. I'm telling you, you can go watch him with or without Tyler Bate and you will be surprised. He is incredible. He's not just a mentor, but he's you know an incredible performer. He, just go look him up. You would have to see. And Eddie Dennis, he's great. So to see these two fight, these two veterans fight each other, it's going to be an incredible match. I promise you, it's going to be absolutely incredible. Now we move on to the main event. Jordan Devlin versus A-Kid. I told you guys this match was going to be one you needed to see. And I'm telling you, this match was absolutely freaking incredible. A-Kid really showcased why he was the Heritage Cup champ. <coughs> Excuse me. For so long. He showcased it. Incredibly showcased it. It was an incredible fight between these two. Jordan Devlin showed why he was the Cruiserweight champ for so long. The Irish ace really brought it to A-Kid, and A-Kid brought it back. It was an incredible fight. But in the end, it got a little too personal. 
Jordan Devlin locked Akin into a submission that literally, I believe, did an injury to Akin's knee and ankle. It was a submission. Even after Jordan Devlin won, he would not release the submission. Refs and medical team had to come out there to get him to release it. A-Kid was in pain. You could see it in his face. You could see it in his eyes. You could see it everywhere. It ended with the medical team. NXT, NXT UK ended with the medical team in there with A-Kid while Jordan Devlin was basking in the glory of his work. Jordan Devlin is starting to act like Tiaman. I'm starting to see it. I'm starting to see just how ruthless Jordan... I mean, I knew Jordan Devlin was ruthless. But I didn't think he would stoop to Tiaman's level. I really didn't think he would. I mean, come on. We saw what Tiaman did to uh, Rohan Raju. We know what he did. And Jordan Devlin just did it to A-Kid. It's a... It's a dangerous, slippery slope when you go that far. When you injure somebody and push somebody to that limit, it's a dangerous, slippery slope. You can only go downhill from there. Guys, it was an interesting NXT UK, and I promise you next week's probably going to be just as good, if not better. Again, guys, I want to thank you all so much for being so patient and listening to the listening to me. I really appreciate it because without you guys, there would be no In the Ring with Brandy. Like I told you guys, this was a double. This was two weeks worth of NXT and NXT UK. So I'm glad that you, you know, you sat around with me for the ride. I'm glad that you listened. I'm glad that you were here. I am so thankful for you guys. I don't, you know, I, I can't say thank you enough for you guys listening to this because, like I said, without without you guys, there wouldn't be a me. Again. Anything wrestling you want to talk about, anything wrestling related, please do not be afraid to hit me up on my social media, on my Facebook, on my Twitter at Wrestling Nights, Nights with a Z, and on Instagram at In the Ring with Brandy. Do not be afraid. Don't be shy. Say whatever you want to say. We can talk about anything. It doesn't have to be WWE related. It can be Impact, New Japan, whatever wrestling company you want to talk about, wrestling related, you know, any wrestling news you might have heard rumors whatever it is hey i would love to hear from you guys i really would i would love to hear your opinions i value those opinions and i promise you i'll give you a shout out back i will tell you what i think we can have a nice little conversation i don't mind that at all again not only hit me up on social media follow me on my social media on my facebook on my twitter at wrestling nights nights with a z and on my instagram and in the ring with brandy and again guys i want to thank y'all so much for listening because like i said without you guys there would be no in the ring with brandy and i'm glad that you guys stuck around for the whole show i really appreciate it and again we'll see you next time with more wrestling action have a great night guys